0: Hey, my name's Kalia, and I'm tuning in from Virginia, and I just got cozy in Aaliyah's corner. Welcome back to the Cozy Chat podcast. I'm so excited, girl. Not episode three. (laughs) Not as we get into episode three, girl. Okay, first of all, like, I have to show all of my love, give all of my love and praise and thank yous to every single person who listened to the Cozy Chat podcast, episodes one and two. Um, Girlies that went out of their way to like say how much it touched them and that they connected with it. Like, oh, my heart, my freaking heart. Okay. Like, no, but for all jokes aside, like, That stuff really keeps me going and, like, makes my day, like, so I just have to start, you know, the podcast, of course, by just saying, like, thank you, like, really, sincerely, genuinely, um, thank you, guys. It it really means a lot, and it was just very touching, some of the words I got, uh, especially based off of episode two, so, you know, thank you so much. So, In case you guys didn't notice, like I started this podcast intro differently. It was uh, Kalia, aka my sister, giving a shout out to uh, the Cozy Chat podcast and how she's getting cozy in Aaliyah's corner, letting us know where she's from. If you guys like that, send me yours. Like I want to hear y'all talk too. I want y'all to be on a podcast. You know what I'm saying? So you can click uh, the link in my bio and it says, send a voice memo to the cozy chat podcast and yeah like I want to hear you up here like I just thought that was cute you know what I'm saying okay girl so first things first of course what am I sipping on girl same thing girl same thing that bottle ain't done yet so we got uh <laughs> Stella Rosa Stella Peach okay if you like the ASMRs, like I can definitely bring that back for you so just let me know okay mm-hmm. okay girl so I just took my sip so let's see. Bet on her, baby. So I'm actually really excited about this episode. So I've talked a bit about my experience with like my jobs and stuff. But in case you are new or you haven't heard this story before. So uh, when I was in school at ODU, I actually studied speech pathology. Like you have to take a lot of courses. Um, or not a lot, but you had to take courses in special education too. Which it kinda makes sense because sometimes you'll have students that um have multiple needs, right? So I found that I did really enjoy um those classes. Oh well, you know what? I kinda like this. I was like, well, cool, because I don't want to be a speech pathologist, so I can be a special education teacher. Okay, cool. Girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> um, it's a very different okay, and this is not to um turn anyone away who is interested in teaching if you when if you want to teach I highly recommend you try it out and you and you go teach right I ain't one of them um but is it for me hell to the no. <laughs> okay it wasn't for me I definitely um it was very much giving working every weekend okay I had to write all these Ieps I was getting beat up um I was just unhappy I didn't like it but I really did enjoy the kiddos um but it was just so so much other stuff that like the kiddos like it's like I love y'all I'm gonna miss y'all but like at this point I'm gonna be doing y'all a disservice because I'm that unhappy it was not for me okay so I'm like I'm at this point so this was I taught for two and a half years so I had already sent in that i'm not coming back like you had to send in your resignations and let people know and actually you got an incentive girl if you sent it in early enough they gave you 500 dollars. so i was like bet because i'm gonna get that money because at this point girl i'm like i don't want to teach but when i tell you i have no idea what i'm going to do next girl i had no plan and when i tell you i had no plan i'm not making that up like i literally was just like i just know i don't want to teach anymore so i'm not going to teach anymore and that was it But I knew that I still wanted to move to Northern Virginia because this was all in the plan. This was actually the same year um, I was getting my BBL that summer. So it's like I'm paying for the surgery, but while also kind of like, okay, well, let me move some money over here because I don't know what type of job I'm going to be working when I get back to Northern, when I go up to Northern Virginia. Girl, it may be a target, honey. It may be a a, a good morning. How are you? Aisle six. Like, because I just didn't know. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So um, I was on the computer, and I was just like on Indeed, and uh, the job I work now popped up. Okay, I shot my shot, like and oh, so so. What do I do now? So I'm a special projects coordinator, and the job like was very much me. I mean, it was very much about uh, managing multiple tasks, managing multiple projects. How do you stay organized? Um, they were looking, they weren't looking, you didn't have to have a specific degree in a certain area. They just wanted to see that you had a four-year degree with about um, two to four years experience of like managing, managing work essentially. So I'm like, oh, this is like perfect. And The nonprofit organization I work for is around or it works very closely with educators. So I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is great. But, girl, still just shooting my shit. Like, I didn't really think anything of it, right? So I applied for the position. Literally, girl, like, I think that next week they reached out to me and i was like wait what you know what i mean because at this point like i'm just shooting my shit because i i i don't have anything else lined up like teaching is done in june i'm getting my bbl in june so i couldn't even do esy which is like a summer thing that teachers can do i couldn't get money that way so i'm literally just like something has to shake right so they reached back out to me um and at first it was like a phone screening uh, so that was great. Then you had to go through all these rounds with all these different, um, levels of people. with like a chief of staff, uh, senior vice president, girl. I was on like all these different interviews. I had to do a performance task, like whatever. Okay, cool. So let me tell you something though. This, it, this is where it gets juicy. So when you, um, when you did the application, like you had to throw out a number of what you would expect. I lowballed myself. I freaking lowballed myself. So this is, learn from me, girl. Learn from me. Okay. If you are applying for a job or you are, you know, trying to make moves, always go high. Let them tell you that they can't do. It. Like I think cuz I mean, teaching salary is not a big secret. So, when I was teaching, I think I was making 47 I think. Yeah, like around 47 or so. Um, which you, which is is not crazy money, right? I mean, I didn't have rent, I didn't have the bills that I have now. I was living with my dad, so that helped a lot. But I mean, a lot of my money was going to pay for my BBL. So um, overall, I didn't really have it like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so when I went to apply, when I was applying for the um the job, I like I shot out a number that wasn't too far from what I was making I guess just because I was just like so desperate I didn't want to seem greedy like you know what I'm saying which was like not what I should have done but that but lessons learned so I you know I put that number out there so to speed it up girl like I was saying went through all those interviews with you know um all the different people so now it's July okay or like maybe the end of June July so they call me HR calls me and she's like hi, Leah, and I'm like, oh, okay, because I was getting nervous because I hadn't heard anything, and mind y'all, I had nothing else lined up, so the fact that I applied for this one job, they got back with me, and let me and let me not say it like it's on some breezy stuff, girl, I was a little stressed about it, but I was prayed up, so it was nothing but God and his work, honey, ooh, child, ooh, the chills, so um, a week went by, and then even my mom was like, oh, I'm getting a little like, okay, because we don't want to hear anything, like, and I did a lot of work for it, like, girl, the performance test, Bitch, okay, I'm tired as hell. Mind you, I'm still working. They're your performance task. <laughs> so you think we do all this work and I'm gonna give you the job? Girl, I would have been mad if I didn't get the job. Anyway, I got it, Laura, thank you. So um, she calls me and she's like, hi, Aaliyah, this is so-and-so from so-and-so. I'd like to offer you the special projects coordinator position. And it starts at X. So that number that she told me that it started at was the exact number I entered in the application mind y'all I told you it wasn't too far off from um the teaching salary so I think at that point like time had settled and now I'm like okay so of course I'm just like well thank you you know she's like you don't have to answer now like you can review or whatever right so I'm like now, so now it's really setting in like oh my goodness. Like okay, I have an offer. Like okay, this this, you know, so I would literally move up. Okay, eventually I would get my own place. So now the research that I should have done when I entered in the amount, I was doing at this point, which was just after the fact, right? So, now I'm in this space of like okay, I I want more money. Like the number I I put <laughs> like I would I mean it, it would have it I could have done okay but like I want I want more money I want more money and and then it's that balance of like okay I know I want more money but like I don't have I didn't apply for anything else like I don't want to come off greedy and then they say they don't do it and then they turn me down so I was like okay I'm gonna pray about it and I did And shout out to my aunt, my Aunt Tasha. She actually works in a similar field for another big uh, company. And she sent me a template to basically negotiate my salary. And this is why I say bet on her, bet on you, bet on your that girl energy. Because um, statistics show that an average woman negotiates 30% less uh, than a man. And why do we do that? I don't know. We don't, we we don't do that. And so to speed it up, you guys, my aunt sent me this template to negotiate myself. Even my aunt was a little nervous because mind you, the only experience I had was teaching. I had no experience in project management per se. I mean, I had experience in managing different tasks associated with you know a process but not this kind of work where i'm working with you know in sprints and agile practices and scrum master if you guys are familiar with that like that's the kind of world i'm in now and i had no experience with that so she she my even my aunt was a little like you know i i don't know like she was telling my mom i don't know what they're going to do michelle you know she is new So the research I did was researching the average of what a special project coordinator in this area makes, what my specific organization and company offers. And then I went up higher than that. So I gave them a range, but the range was high to the point where even if they fell a little below the range, like I was still happy with that. You get what I'm saying? And that's what I did, girl. So I drafted, so I drafted, thank you for my aunt. I used her template, drafted up my range, went high, girl, went high. And do you know that they met me of, of that window range? They met me in the middle. Girl. Girl. Won't he do it? Okay. Okay. So when I say like bet on her and 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 push the limits, when you feel nervous to take action, that's you doubting. The gift that God has instilled in you. Do you hear me? Like I underestimated myself. I was thinking like, oh, I don't know anything, or oh well, I'm so green, and oh, well, and that's where I went wrong. Because yeah, I've never done this specific job before, but I'm a woman of many strengths and many many talents and many gifts, and God will place you in a room where He knows that you will show up the way you need to show up, because there's no other girl like you, girl, and I remember having a cozy chat, and one and of the homegirls, Deja, shout out to Deja, she um dropped that in the chat, she said something about taking up space, taking up space in a room, right, so at this point, so even let's fast forward, so I'm so excited, I'm like, yo, I mean, nothing but I mean, it was hard work. I did I did a lot of work. I did a lot of preparation to get the job. You know what I'm saying? But let's not act like it was all me. Me and God. God blessed me with that situation. God, that was nothing but faith, y'all. I'm telling you, because I applied for nothing else. So even to fast forward, speeding up, now I'm in this place where, you know, I'm working around a lot of people older than me. Um, a lot of people who don't look like me you know and in the beginning I was very insecure about that like I'm the youngest girl um a lot of times I'm the only little black girl you know I'm a little black girl up in there with a big fro you know what I'm saying and instead of having the approach of like fuck yeah look at this black girl up in the room with with y'all uh-huh Uh, which is the approach I have now. Right. But it took me time to get there. Like I was a lot more bashful. I was a lot more timid. I almost felt like, I don't even think I was aware of the place or the position that God placed me in. I don't even think I understood the magnitude. Like I work with very high up people. You know, and sometimes God will put stuff around you that is bigger than what you can even fathom. And I felt like that's what he did. And when he does that, I think he's trying to show me like, look how I've made you, look how I have crafted you, look where where I can put you so you can be amazing, you know? So it's like when you find yourself in these situations where sometimes the dream seems bigger. The situation seems bigger. Like everything just seems large and so big that you can't even fathom how to swim through it. Trust the process. Trust yourself. Like know that there is no accidents with where you were placed. You know what I mean. And I and that's and that's just how I feel. And even taking it, even taking it out of like jobs, right? Because while I'm so grateful for my job. You know, where I work now is not my passion, right? Like, (laughs) I'm very appreciative because I have bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? But why do we work? We work for a reward. What's the reward? The paycheck. So it's not like I'm sitting here necessarily working this job um, because I just love it so much. But I do like my job, you know what I mean? A lot more than teaching, but it's not my passion. This is my passion. Talking to the homegirls is my passion. Aaliyah's Corner is my passion. So let's even separate it from like the nine to five. Like the nine to five, still shoot your shot. Uh, You know, apply for that job. Negotiate that salary. Demand, take up space. Demand respect. Have people look you in your eyes. Wear your big afro. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, be that girl in the workspace where they know exactly who you are when you walk in that room. That, that's what I challenge you to do. You know what I'm saying? So now let's kind of like take it over to just your passion, like whatever that is for you, right? Like everyone has different passions, whether it's music, whether it's art, whether it's your nonprofit, whether it's helping people, like connecting with people, whatever your passion is, I want you to to think about that. And I want you to think about if you had no limitations and you had no fears and you had... Nothing to just say, oh, that couldn't happen. Like, what would, what would you be doing right now? And my mom always, uh, this is her favorite quote. Uh, I don't know who it's by, though. I'll have to look it up. But it is, um, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? And me and my sister were having this conversation. And and we're like, if you could just go super far with your content, like, what what would that look like for you? and you know she shared me hers which was amazing and I shared her mind like to grow Aaliyah's Corner to connect with a magnitude of women of women uh to do a podcast tour like how sick would that be like to start hosting how crazy would that be like you know what I'm saying it sounds so big and like so large but it's like if I don't bet on her like who will because it's me and God this whole way right so it's like you know, you pray about it, you do the work and you bet on that girl, you bet on her, you bet on your hustle, you bet on your strategy, you bet on your passion, your heart, your drive, because there's no one like you. Like who, who gives a fuck about that everyone does content? Who really cares about that? Who really cares that um, everyone is painting right now, right? Who really cares that everyone's singing, right? And like, there's no, there is no, no one but you like you. And, you know, so whether whether you are betting on her in the space of your nine to five um, of, or your, your job, right, bet on her there. But I also challenge you to bet on her with your passion, bet on her with your business, bet on her with whatever aspirations you have. You know what I mean? Because I feel like there is way more to life than working a job that you're just content with. And that's it. Like like we all have these gifts and we all have these beautiful thumbprints that we can just leave on the world. And it's like, how are you going to leave your thumbprint? You have to leave your thumbprint by betting on her. You have to leave your thumbprint by betting on yourself. And if you, and this is another thing too, like, and if you don't know like what that is for you yet, like that's okay too. You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like it's going to come. Like, I feel like when you figure out like, you know what what you're here for your purpose or or like what makes you what makes you light up inside what makes you excited like feed that and then when you determine that like bet on yourself to make that shit huge baby blow that shit up blow that shit up it's and let these motherfuckers know okay you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying because you know, I don't know like who that is gonna land with, but I hope it lands with a homegirl who was thinking about dimming her light and now has decided that, like, yeah, no, I don't need to dim shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't dim shit, don't quit, girl. Cause Instagram algorithm will try you, baby. Okay, I'll do a real girl and get 43 likes. <laughs> girl I will do a real okay and get and, and, and get 76 likes okay but you know is that gonna stop me no is that gonna dim my light no why because I'm betting on her something's gonna happen for Leah's Corner something's gonna happen with this podcast I have to believe it right you know what I'm saying so all right girl I ain't gonna keep you all night so let, let's go ahead close this up main takeaways from episode three uh, bet on her is that you are special, you are chosen, you are here for a reason, follow your dreams, follow your passion, and show up wherever you are, right, it doesn't even have to be a job thing, you know, I, I do ideally, really do want you to follow your passion, though, like, for in real life, like, for real, you know what I mean, but apply that, apply that energy everywhere you go, because I think that that's a big part of, like, being that girl, right, like, like, us just being that aura, being that energy, so, That's it, y'all. So, I really hope you enjoyed episode three. Bet on her, girl. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, at Leah's Corner. You are joining uh, the Cozy Chat IG Live every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Send me a voice memo. And let me know what you guys thought of this episode. So, I hope you enjoyed. And I will see you guys later.